This, this, this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts, David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job. So I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina f- wine mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Light him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. February 8th, 2014. Broadcasting live from high atop Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. This is my office. And this week, what's new? That's what everybody asks in cigar shops all the time. What's new? We're going to talk about the future. What's new in cigars? We'll talk about them and we'll smoke them. It's early in the year, but we have some intel in the future of certain cigars. We'll tell you about them and share what we know. Some of it. Some of it we can't actually tell you. We have a nice Bugatti lighter to give away this week via text. And we have news from Old Fart Freddy and lots more. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And that is a place that you can smoke cigars free of charge. Uh, and this week we're broadcasting high atop the headquarters free of, of Two charge. Guys Smoke Shop. Free of charge. doesn't cost anything to smoke the cigar. No, okay. Cost to buy it, okay. which if you're in a brick-and-mortar shop, you better be buying your cigars, but you need some freedom. it doesn't cost anything to smoke them. There we go. Uh, we're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. Speaking of which, we insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You can tune in right at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live. And sometimes before the show, by the way, we started a new thing this week, and you're only going to know about it if you tune in a little early. That's little, all I'm going to say. pre-game show. A little pre-gaming. Uh, you watch us live, catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it, and you do the same thing on YouTube. Hit, click the little subscribe button, and you get the alert uh, if you happen to not be able to catch the show, and you'll be able to watch it there. Okay, it's time to uh, grab a cigar, and this week we had to pick. We're looking, we're looking for cigars, new cigars for 2014, and it's a tough one. Even though it's the beginning of the year and you think the new stuff would be come out at the beginning, it usually doesn't. And this is not that it's a new cigar, but it is a re-blended cigar we just received. Uh, this is a brand we had made for us years ago called Studio 21. And as you know, um, I was a disc jockey like Mr. Jonathan, and this is something I put together to kind of remember the days when... Uh, I'm also clearly a lumberjack. And Obviously, I'm, and I'm okay. I'm leaving that ridiculous hat alone. It's cold. They're they're digging it. You don't know feedback. about this. You don't know about hats like this. Because I don't bald. have to. I have a hair hat. You, on the other hand, I do not. You do not. I get cold very easy. This is a Dominican-made cigar. Uh, the folks at Davidoff actually make it called Studio 21, something I uh, did because I was a disc jockey and came up with Studio 21. It's one of those inside jokes no one else gets. Well, also that at the time I needed something like this because there was a brand out there called Siglo 21, hmm. and we carried the cigar, and we did pretty well with it, and the brand was bought uh, Swisher International actually owned it, and it was sold out to Altadis because Altadis wanted to control the Siglo name. 
Siglo because they have Cuban sizes and things called Siglo. And if they did that, they trademarked the Siglo by itself. Nobody is now allowed to use Siglo. So they have control of it, which left me missing a brand, Siglo 21. Studio 21 would be perfect. It would incorporate what I was as a disc jockey, bring in the 21. Ah. And they are boxes of 20. 20. 20. There's nothing to do with anything. (laughs) I asked, though, when they were making the cigar, I said, can you do a box of 21? And they go, really? Does it have to do this? Because you you know how I am, right? Well, and I know how they are. I mean, it's not not, not just Davidoff, but all companies, uh, a box of 21 is a pain in the neck. Let me tell you, it used to be box of 21. It used to be boxes of 25, and early on, I'm like, okay, box of 20? Yeah. That's how that started, by the way. <clears throat> so anyway, let's give it a cut. This is Hanky Kelma, who put the cigar together, and let me tell you, hmm. you're looking at about a $4 cigar. This is uh, two weeks in a row that we're smoking Hanky Kellner cigars. Right. Um, Which, by the way, to anyone who didn't get their Sochi, I'm sorry. Yes. It's over. 100 boxes. Fastest I've ever and seen. And I would say 30, all 30 hours or something. And gone. That, that's what's sleeping in between. Yeah. Gone. Damn. Yeah, we had a, gone. We had a yesterday, which got rid of almost all of them. And this morning, the folks went over to the Seabrook store. We had a small allotment for Seabrook and gone. 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 I'm not surprised. Yeah. Lots of uh, Cigar Authority listeners who knew about it before anybody else took advantage. They took advantage of it. Good. Good. Put that in your humi. That's it. Okay, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. We'll give this a little And what you can't tell while you're redoing the read is I've switched from closing the cutter because mm. then i got to reopen uh, it I saw that. to opening it for the first time. And then uh, Aren't you crazy? I switched yeah. it up. All right, so, so let's, yeah, let's, let's talk look, about our lighter let's here. Let's talk about this lighter. We're giving away this lighter. This is the $200 Bugatti BL-130. It's blue, it's chrome, and unlike last week's lighter, this one works every single time. Yeah. <laughs> I tested it yeah, well, 500 times. And I'm going to grab this lighter while you're doing that. This is the Vertigo Cyclone. This is the... Um, that is the Vortex. The Vortex. Cyclone's the small one. We haven't done a Cyclone in a little while. I the Vortex a, is the bigger, badder version. I use the Cyclone just about every day. You got a lighter there, Chuck? Yes, sir. So uh, The consummate gentleman comes prepared. So let me tell you a little about Studio 21. Before you do that, I'd like to tell everyone else to text oh. 96362. You text the word cigars. And uh, in the second hour, I'm going to draw from the, the texting list randomly the person who's going to win this lighter. And so, if you're already in, you're already in. Yeah, you're in. You're in for life. Unless you say stop. Yeah. You're in for life. Can they, can they respond to our text? In other words, they, they yes, have to. Because they're, the, what, what well, I they're need. Gonna, they're going to receive text from us, right? They're going to type in cigars, pluralized, cigars yeah. with an S, to 96362. And upon doing so, they're going to start receiving messages from us. In fact, they're going to receive a welcome message and then special announcements, updates, things like that. My Correct. question is, can they then send messages to us? Well, it's not unlike – we manage a bunch of Facebook pages. So when someone sends a message, even to the Cigar Authority page, which I'm on that page more than any other ones, it's not as 
quick as if you sent it directly to me. So okay. if you wanted to reach out to us, the texting route is not the way to go. Okay. It all goes into some file somewhere, and once a month I have to download the file and see what the re- response texts were. Mm-hmm. Please don't do that. Just get the texts. Be happy. And when, you, when we're going to give something away, you're going to get a text from me saying, you won. Congratulations. I need your name and address to send it out to you. There you go. Because you have, you'll have at that point, you'll have the. the I will have drawn the number. Yes. Okay. You'll text them and say, "This is Mr. Jonathan. You just won." Yes. You did it last week. Like I got back to you in two seconds, Boom. right? Yes. And um, Ian went was nice enough to go on our Facebook page and say, "I, I saw that." Went. Yeah, that was I saw nice. that. Because uh, you, you never know. I mean, we could be shamming you and not giving something away. We're actually giving it away. Yeah, yeah. Someone's here. Winning. It is here. It is, and we only have one. So. There it is. You're going to get this exact one, the blue one right here. As soon as uh, the thing is over, Mr. Jonathan will close this, and he'll ship it out on Monday morning. Yes. And it'll be on the way to you. Um, Dave, I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. How far into the show are we? I mean, the cigar? Like, a couple puffs? You know how we always... We are condoners of voting with your wallet. I'm going to a get-together tonight. There's going to be about six or seven other gentlemen there. Nice. Trying to think of a good cigar. A lot of newbies there. Studio 21. Great All day. Hanky Kellner, I don't know what is this guy about, but my God, this is brilliant. Ian, you're talking a $4 cigar here. $4 cigar. All right. Now it's so when it first came in. Underpriced, in my opinion, by the way. It, and, we, you know, when we're buying them all, we come up with a thing. You know, there's no middleman in between, and we do it as low as we possibly can. The cigar was a lot lighter than this. It was a very, very light Connecticut shade, very, very light cigar, which is what Siglo 21 was. So that's what I was trying to emulate. Mm. So they did emulate it, and we went through a couple of production runs on it. And early this year, late last year, the cigars came in. This is clearly a sun-grown wrapper. This is not a shade wrapper. Yeah, I opened it up, and I said, something's wrong here. Mm. And then we opened every one, every different size. And I'm like, oh, no. What happened here? Lit it up, and I said, this cigar is dynamite, but it is not what we asked for. It is not what we asked for. It's better than what we asked for. But we need consistency. The reason why certain brands are so popular is once somebody likes what they like and they're on it, that's it. It's consistency, and there was a mistake made. And I said, you know what? I'm going to make the call. This is the cigar I want. Never mind what it used to be. You made a mistake, and I actually love the mistake that you made. Man, this is an $8 cigar, $10 cigar all day. All day day long. For that kind of money. So, uh, and, and, you know, I'm not, this is not my particular size, a little too thin for me, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. the number two, it's really good. Really good. And there's a, I don't want people thinking that this is a pitch that you're going to, Stop buying two, Studio 21 from us. That's not the yeah, whole idea. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We needed a, a cigar that had changed recently, and this was the one we picked. If you go to your local brick and mortar, there's more and more private labels being done for the local guy yeah. because it's a safer product for them to carry. You, you, we just need to go do a little research and ask some questions and see what those smaller batch things are. And, and you real, can find that's boutique. a low-priced boutique cigar. Right. Like, I'm, I'm into scotch right now. I just kind of picked it up my grandfather's passing and my uncle he teaches me how to do excel not that everyone needs to know that but and he got me into scotch well the scotches that he showed me are between 90 and 120 dollars and i said well i like this but my wife is starting to mix drambuie with it and make rusty nails 
and she's going through my 90 and $120 scotches. Is there anything that's good that's less? And he said, yeah, there's lots of me. He gave me a couple of names. So I went hunting in the $30 range. There is very little difference between a $30 scotch and a $90 scotch. To you. To me, on my palate. And yeah. I've got a good palate. There's no, there's no flies on me. I can, I can taste the difference putting them side by side. One's a little, a little bit smoother, but is it $60 smoother? No. Yeah. Hmm. It's not. A lot of people say that about cigars. You know, the difference between his $4 cigar and an $8 cigar, in this particular case, it's no way it's going to end up being. But you take the, the average $4 cigar, the average $8 cigar, is it twice as good? Usually, yes. Yeah. Take the $8 cigar, go to $16. Is it twice as good? No, no way. way. Get a 16 and a 32. Is it twice as good? No. So... It, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. But the thing that you can say about it, and I haven't experienced the second batch of these $30 scotches or the third batch, I know because my uncle told me Macallan 12 is the raider for all scotches. It is the most consistent year after year. It would be like your Padron. Yeah. It is the one that you rate scotch by. So I just tried Tomatin just as an example. $30 scotch is very good this batch. Maybe next batch it's going to be watered down or to this or to that. Who knows? Consistency is but everything. Mm-hmm. That's what you're paying for at the $16 level and above is this cigar is going to be exactly the same the next time I smoke it. I could develop a craving for mm. Padron 64 Toro Natural. I know it's going to be the exact same cigar every time I smoke it. Yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm yeah. telling you that the king of consistency, which is probably Hanky Kellner, yeah. messed up with this. Good thing it was to the better. Which never happens. Yeah, yeah. We always it get was, screwed. It <laughs> was to the better. So I like it. I mean, I, I wonderful cigar for that for that kind of money. Mm. Um, so Super Bowl. It's over, Chuck. It is, man. It is. And uh, I know you know most more than certainly more than us. Um, again, a lousy game. You see that a lot, right? Well, well I heard Tom Brady got a phone call ha- at halftime yeah. from the Manning? Manning kid there, and he said, uh, "How do you do that second uh, second half uh, comeback thing again?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not even close. It was over. I mean, that for the first play of the game, it was over. You know, you, you, like you said, Dave, you never want to see a uh, you know a blowout in a Super Bowl. You want the game to be close. It's rarely the case. In this case, on Sunday's game, literally, it was over after the first play. I'm, I probably watched about eight plays of it somewhere in the second quarter, yeah. and it was over. I'm like, I'm not watching this. Well, people watch, and the it commercials for, were bad. Well, this is the thing. People watch it for a whole bunch of reasons. Do you watch it for Bruno in, at the halftime? Do you watch it for the commercials? Uh, do you watch it for the hype of what, what it is? Do you watch it because of the food that's going to be presented during yeah. the event itself? Yeah. It's not a particularly great football game. There's too much other stuff going on. It's not about football. Right, you're right. And after the fact, after the fact I'm not hearing a lot of people talking about the game itself, but you are hearing commercials. It, they're being judged all kinds of different ways and everybody figuring out everything about analyzing mm. how the commercials were. Uh, the average 30-second commercial on the Super Bowl, how much do you think? For a 30-second spot? Yep. I'm going to go uh, $500,000. No, more than that, man. It's, it's seven figures. It's, uh, what, 1.3? 3.5. 3.5? Wow. $3.5 million. I was a little off there. <laughs> um, 
Wow. Wow. Uh, so they're judging all kinds of different stuff, including social media, retweets, mm. retweeting the commercials. So the, the most shared ad that was on there. Do you remember any of the commercials at all in order to say no. it? No. I guess I would I, guess I, I was in the other room when the Seinfeld one came on, yeah. which you had mentioned that comedians in cars so did coffee, you. and so I had I, that night I went home and I watched every single one. Of Come them. on, every single one, and then I, I heard I heard Seinfeld and George yeah. in the other room, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, what is going on? And I happened to see it; it popped up on my on my thing for the comedians in cars. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was a um, a commercial call from Budweiser called Puppy Love, and that was uh, shared, most shared of all, and I would say 10 times more than second place. Wow. Wow. That's how dramatic. Puppy Love, it's called. I'll have to Google that. And the worst one was Chevrolet Romance. Oh, I'm seeing a pattern here. So romance is dead, but... Bestiality is alive. Bestiality is apparently alive. <laughs> um, Heroes Welcome came in second, so Budweiser takes the first and second as far as it goes of retweeting. It's almost like when we're picking the Cigar of the Year. They're kind of voting with their wallet at this point. Yeah. We don't know if everybody went... And... I'm sure more people bought Budweiser that day than bought a Chevrolet, but they're, they're retweeting it. They're making... An effort, but no other reason than to they liked it. Yeah. Then they liked it. And I'm so, a commercials guy. Like that's one of the reasons I watch the game. Like I love the commercials, right? Yeah. And people are like you're nuts, but I don't care. Uh, they they stunk. The commercials were horrible. Yeah, horrible. everyone should be fired. When you're going for three and a half mil, don't you make sure it's got something <laughs> that people are going to talk about? If it was horrible, I mean, so horrible that you talked about it, that would be good. Yeah. But forgotten. Just lame. Just forgotten, you yeah. know? Forgotten. Yeah. Remember, like, uh, what are some great ones? Remember, like, I remember Spuds McKenzie from, uh, from yeah. Bud Light? Yeah. The Bud Bowl was big growing up in there, high school. There was the, uh, the one with uh, Michael Jordan and Larry Bird. Yeah. Off yeah, the yeah, billboard, yeah. off McDonald's. the thing, off yep. the thing. Yep. And it, what was it that, for? That McDonald's. Was, I... I I believe, I believe that's it. the problem that happens with a lot yeah. of these things. <laughs> right. You don't know what the commercial is about. Great commercial. You have no yeah, idea yeah. what it's for. I think that's where the I'm loving it thing, if I'm not mistaken, came I don't up. even know. Dave got a great call. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that's behind us. Speaking of commercials. Yep. What are you doing tonight? We're making a commercial. <laughs> and it's not too late. We're looking for 20 people. We have some people actually coming in to do it, professionals. But we were looking for real cigar people and know how to hold a cigar or whatever. But if you have uh, some black and white, it's it's a black and white look. Uh, tuxedo or a black and white suit, black tie. Or cabaret. Cabaret really? style. That's what that's called. I have no idea. That's what You just the, made it up? Not me. That was what <laughs> the uh, producer or whatever, director. Cabaret is like feathers and flowers and over-the-top, like big, ornate costumes. Not a penguin suit, a black tie tuxedo. That's I'm not cabaret. You were saying he told me what to wear. Unless you got tails, you got tails. No, and a top hat and a cane. That's cabaret. How about my smoking jacket? Is that cabaret? It's debonair. Yeah, it's debonair. It's swank, and not Hillary. So I could have my tuxedo with my smoking jacket over my tuxedo. Two jackets. Take the, ja- so. take the jacket off and have the tux shirt with the bow tie. With the you either, you either go tux I'd have, or I'd have to see that 
to know whether or not it was appropriate or not. A little bit of a, a anyway, flair for that kind of thing. If you live in the area of Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you have a giant feather boa, not necessary. Whatever you have, if you want to come in, we're going to be here till probably midnight. Come on in at six o'clock. Don't be late. We're going to figure out. We're going to do a little rehearsal from six to seven, and then at seven o'clock. They'll take people as they need them. We'll go up into the lounge and have a cigar and something to eat maybe. And as they need people, they'll bring them in. And they're telling me by midnight, everybody will have gone home. When they're done with you, they're done with you. How many people are you expecting? 20. 20. Yeah. So that's supposedly the magic number. If you hear the commercial of Two Guys Smoke Shop that's on the Cigar Authority, Two Guys Rocks. Yeah. That's the song. And then whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I have no idea. I have handed this over. So if this ends up coming out lousy. I can't believe that you, you have not suffered some kind of stroke or aneurysm or something because <laughs> that is not your, in your wheelhouse no, to just not. give up control. We're trying to do that, though. We right? are trying to do we're that. It. And it's working. I don't know if it's working, but we're doing it. <laughs> it may not be working for you. So Sochi went very well. Last, uh, last week we announced the Cigar of the Year which is the Hammer and Sickle icon yeah. doing fabulous, fantastic. And the people that have said, let me try that again, trying it, rebuying it. And that one's readily available yeah. across the country. Thousands yeah. of stores have yeah. that. We, uh, we got it right. Yeah. I'll yeah, tell you right now, we yeah. got it right. That was a good call. Um, the Olympics is going on. It's going on in Sochi, Russia, which uh, there's the connection of the Sochi cigar and um, the big thing we're looking forward to is curling. We're going to study and watch curling because we're going to actually do it. Any yes. chance we can record while we do that? Of course we yeah. can. Yeah. We had iPhones. So we should record something anyway. There is a place for curling here in New Hampshire, believe it or not. In Nashua. Yeah. I couldn't believe My pick it. for curling is Glenn Howard. Glenn Howard. You guys may not remember this, but he had that unbelievable shot where he... Uh, bumped out the competition and got his stone to just rest right dead center in that uh, that bullseye. The place goes absolutely out of its mind. It was like the curling shot of shots. With nobody brushing? Oh, them? no, he had people brushing. I mean, those guys, they were. I didn't know you could do this. You can brush other people's stones as they, as they move to get them to go away further. I didn't know that. Oh, it was brilliant. I mean, he has two guys brushing and the stone, and he's actually talking to them. You could see, it's on YouTube, you can see as they're, strategizing, should I do inside rotation or outside rotation for the ricochet? Oh, it's great. That's kind of cool. Glenn Howard. So what country is he from? U.S. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Have you guys heard of skeleton? No. This is a fairly new sport for this year. For this year? Now, if you can imagine uh, the one-man luge, except instead of holding on to the thing and going back and forth, you get a full sprint. You jump head first on a metal sled yeah. and steer with your feet behind you, but your head is pointing downhill. This is skeleton. Wow. Is it really happening? Really happening. Yeah. It's legit. I love Winter Olympics, guys. Yeah? Uh, yeah. You're the guy. I'm the guy. You I'm are. looking forward to slope style, which you guys don't know what that is either, but the X Games has been heavily influencing mm-hmm. the Winter Games uh, for years because of the stuff that they do with snowboards and skiing. Uh, slope style is... An obstacle course set up. Love it. A lot like skateboarding where they have the the big field or whatever going down the hill. So it's not a race. It's to see who can get the highest and who can do the most tricks on all the rails and the gaps and the craziness. 
landing forward, landing backwards. I'm looking forward to the longest ash. Yeah. Where you smoke the cigar and your ash doesn't fall off. Ashketball. I don't, I don't get biathlon. Um, That's two, by. Yeah, well, I don't get why it's... Who cares? You're cross-country skiing and shooting. Oh, it's cool, dude. It's, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> if you add the shooting into anything, it's pretty good, yeah. right? Uh, Stop smoking, then shoot. Uh, in cool. 1928, uh, there was a, a sport that was in the Winter Olympics, and it was um, a demonstration sport called ski joining. And this is a skier mm-hmm. being pulled with a horse. Yes. Bring it back. Really? Uh, I don't see that coming back, but that one was outlawed. Uh, Dog sled racing in 1932. Mm-hmm. That was an exhibition. Curling was an exhibition in 32, 88, and then became a sport in 92. Wow. Great, great decision. Uh, great decision. Now, have you guys heard of Bandy? No. B-A-N-D-Y. This is basically a hybrid of soccer, field hockey, and ice skating. Big soccer. I did hear of that. Big soccer goals. Yeah. But it's hockey. And it's hockey. So it must be sort a lot of, of scoring. Gonna, be, I don't. I don't know. I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, there's also snowshoeing is no longer in. That one was out. I can. I understand why. No, nah, but a, a race on show snowshoes. That'd be kind of fun to see. Yeah. Quick little trivia question. Name four sports. The only four that during the Winter Olympics are held indoors. Indoors hockey. Figure skating. Speed skating. Then the most important one. You can't leave out the most important one. Curling. Boom. Oh, nice there we call, go. David. Nice. Do you mind if I call you David, by the way? No, no, no. no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that's why you tune in early inside to hear, this, hear this inside stuff. stuff. Hey, it's time to uh, look at this day in classic American classic history. Brought to you by our friends at Alec Bradley's American Classic Cigars. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! You've heard of Epic Rap Battle, and now it's time for the Epic Battle for This Day in American Classic History. He's looking at you, kid. Featuring Mr. Jonathan. It's in the hole! It's in the hole! Versus Chuck. Game over, man. Game over. Making mountains move, Morrison. Go ahead. Make my day. Brought to you by... Alec Bradley, American Classic Cigars. Alec Bradley, American Classic Cigars are affordably priced and inspired by cigars popular in America in the early part of the 20th century. Mild to medium body blends of specially aged Nicaraguan long filler tobaccos. Celebrate today with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar. Today, February 8th. Chuck Morrison, I think you're the leader here. I think so. By one. Seth Benjamin Green. Seth Green is an actor, voice actor, comedian, television producer, television director, screenwriter. Any idea who he is? No, I don't. He starred in films Airborne, The American Job, Party Monster, Can't Wait Without a Paddle, uh, all three Austin Powers films. He was, ah. he was the son. Uh, oh, bad okay. Bad Guy's son. Yep, got among it now. He is also... Family Guy, isn't he the kid yeah. on Family Guy? Brian. He's Chris Griffin. Oh, Chris, okay. okay. Chris Griffin on Family Guy. Today's his birthday. What year was he born? He was born in uh, 74. Two points. Boom. Wow. I'm ready. You did that I am the ready last to play. Time. I, yes, true. You did that true. the last time. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it. Paul, Rendell, <laughs> Wright, Jr. Paul, Rendell, 
Wright Jr. One of the Wright brothers. No. The Big Show, American professional oh, wrestler, yeah. who signed to WWE. Wright is a seven-time world champion, listed as seven foot one. And by the age of 12, he was six foot two, weighing in at 220 pounds. 1968. 1968, he says. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit earlier than that. I'm going to go like 62. 62, you said. 68. 68 will take it. Mr. Jonathan, 72. Nice job. I almost said 72, just for the record. Wow. And I think Always go with your first guess. I believe he's the number four highest grossing paid wrestler in history of wrestling. Wow, that's a fact that I never needed to know. It yeah. doesn't give you a Thank point. Thank you. No. And you get nothing for I don't it. get nothing? <laughs> May God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> Did I make you guys dumber? <laughs> James Byron Dean. James Dean yes. was an actor, American actor, cultural icon for teenagers, most celebrated film, Rebel Without a Cause, died in an automobile accident at the age of 24 years old. Ooh. Today's his birthday. 40. 1940, he says. I'm going to say 1928 for the win. For the win, 1931. Wow, he's coming up. back. All right, he's we got a tie. Back. We got a tie here. Okay, Mr. Jonathan, Gary Coleman. Better known as childhood role as Arnold Jackson in the American sitcom Different Strokes. You got nothing. Small statue as an adult. Coleman was a candidate for governor in 2003. Died on Saturday, May 24th. We talked about it at the show when it happened. What you talking about, Willis? And we're talking Gary about Coleman. When he was born, he was born in 1969. 1969, he says. I want the win on this one. I want the point. I'm going to go way under just to play it safe. 1940. 1940 will do it. 1968. One year oh. off. Oh, see how that works, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. That is how you play the game. Wow. Chuck, John Sir. Williams, American pianist, composer, conductor of Jaws, Star Wars mm-hmm. series, Superman, Indiana Jones, E.T., uh, both Home Alone films, one and two, Hook, Jurassic Park, Schindler's List, Lost in Space, Land of the Giants. He also served in the Boston Pops Orchestra as a principal conductor. Oh. From 1980 to 1993. Mm-hmm. Today's his birthday. He was born at 39. 39. 40 for the win. 32. You both. Oh. Son of a. Did I get in your head a little bit there? You did. Okay, Mr. Jonathan. Jack Lemon. Jack Lemon. Academy Award winning actor, American actor, and musician. He starred in 60 films, including The Grumpy Odd Old Couple. Men. Grumpy yep. old men, yep. the odd couple. Glen Gary, Glenn Ross. Glen Gary, Glenn Ross <laughs> died in 2001, but today's his birthday. He was born in 1925. No, he did not. Two points. No, he did not. Two points, Mr. Jonathan. Goes up by one. Boom. Okay, so this is uh, two to Chuck. Chuck. Yep. This is the last one. Okay. You need, I need one it. to tie, two to win. Okay. Good luck, Today Chuck. is. Ted Koppel's birthday. Ted Koppel, broadcast journalist, best known as the anchor on Nightline. Uh, from the program's inception in NBC News, today is Ted Koppel's birthday. Oh, what my. year was he born? 1929. 1929, he says. 1919. Chuck has tied. Got it. We have a tie. What was the. Uh, 1940. 40. 1940. So we have a tie. I was thinking 40 as well. Today is February. Eighth. This Second day in American time. classic history was brought to you by Alec Bradley, American Classic Cigars. Celebrate today. 
February 8th with an Alec Bradley American Classic cigar. Good game, Charles. Good, Good game, game Charles. Sir. Good game. So we have a tie. So Chuck goes on next week, goes first again. We're going to go to break. Um, when we come back, Mr. Jonathan finally gets something off his chest. Finally. What's new in cigars for 2014? We got some of the information to share with you, and some we can't tell you. Maybe we'll give you a hint or two. Uh, what is the best state to live in America? I was very surprised. I think you will be too. We got some cigar Canada. news and lots more. Stay tuned. Yeah, Canada. <laughs> We're live from my office high above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our decade cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Attic Out. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. What about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, Something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh, yeah, so smooth. Oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But, oh, yeah, they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Welcome back, everybody. We're back broadcasting high atop Two Guys Smoke Shop 
in Salem, New Hampshire. We're in my office, and uh, Mr. Jonathan has something to get off his chest. We'll do that. What's new in the world of cigars? We got some intel, some information on cigar brands coming up in the near future, and uh, we ask the most answer the most qu- most asked question in every cigar shop, which is what's new. We have that answer. Welcome back, everybody. That's right. So, uh, what I found. I read a lot of Dr. Mark Marcosi stuff. Yes. And uh, he is the guy that goes into the science of it. He knows how to read the reports. He's a doctor and a scientist. That's the magic does, of it. He does both. Yep. So something that you may be using when you're sick actually can make it more difficult for you to breathe, even though it it advertises that it makes it easier to breathe. And this is uh, Va- Vicks Vapor Rub. Uh, it originally was called Vicks Magic Croup Salve. And it was yeah. That uh, wasn't a good name. So. No, it's not. <laughs> just rolls Krupp. off the yeah. It rolls off the tongue. Krupp sob. Uh, and it came out right around 1918, and there was an influenza wow. epidemic in yep. uh, 18 to 19 there. So um, it didn't prove to be magic, yep. but annual sales grew to nearly three million back then. Wow, that's a lot. Uh, it's owned right now by Procter and Gamble, and let's get into the two main ingredients that make Vicks Vapor Rub. Uh, produce what it produces, uh, and that's camphor and menthol. They're both plant oil, oils. They're both very potent, and they're both both generally used externally. You, that is, you rub them on the skin, and you inhale them as part of some sort of aromatherapy. You put it on your chest. Obviously, the the it, the, it goes up the uh, smell, and it's right there on you. And while you're sleeping, you're ingesting this. Yeah. So because uh, it clears you up is what I understood. Menthol is from peppermint and that is something that has a lot of benefits if taken internally and camphor you actually can't take internally in fact five milliliters of it can be a deadly dose to a child if they ever ate it licked their their hand after touching their chest you could be doing some serious damage but both chemicals affect the nasal passages in two ways they send a signal to your brain to tell your brain you're breathing easier and they send a signal to your nasal passages to believe it or not, produce more mucus. Hmm. So where you're putting it on to clear a stuffy nose, it's producing more mucus. You're going to find you're going to blow your nose more. Your nose is running more. I it, used to actually put it underneath underneath my nose. The only time I've ever seen that is uh, if you're dealing with dead bodies. If you've got a dead body and it's been decaying yeah, for a couple of weeks. Your, put it on your chest and, and then you put a little underneath your nose and you can uh, breathe. It uh, helps you breathe. It does I thought it it makes it worse by quite a bit. And you got to imagine most people believe that. They but now do. you heard it on the Cigar Authority. So you know that uh, this is according to, so that we don't get sued by Procter and Gamble. <laughs> this is according to. Uh, Maybe we shouldn't even say his name again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this is what he's, his findings is. Exactly. And we put this on our little children. Right. In 1983, the FDA determined that camphor containing products could not contain more than 11% concentration. Uh, Vicks Vapor Rub is 4.8 concentration, so it's under the legal limit. And the label clearly states that you should not use it on young children. So if you're going to use it on yourself because you don't believe me and you think it actually does help, fine. <laughs> but if your kid's under two years old, they can get a deadly dose of this stuff far too easily. So lay off of it. I finally got it off my chest. Get it off your chest. We Never talk- used it. Never. Really? Ever. Used it. Oh, my aunt was a champion for that. She'd make you a hot toddy, yeah. put the stuff on your chest, my she'd mother, get you loaded. Not only would my mother do, do that and put it under my nose and on my chest, remember the um, the hot water steam things that you'd put in your house? What do you call it? A vaporizer. Sure. She'd get that and she'd put on the 
thing where the steam is, a big thing of glob of that. So the hot steam would go through it, and the room would stink of this stuff. So I was breathing it. If this thing is bad for you, I am, the, <laughs> I am in big trouble. Because I would not only have it all over me, should should shut the door in the room, and the steam would go off, and I was in a yeah. You were in a chamber. Yeah, <laughs> this explains an awful lot. Yeah, I, mean, I think I saw something in there about mood disorders. Yeah. Time, so <laughs> I see where uh, I see where we're going with that. Oh. Yeah, so I do have a flavor, by the way. This one's a flavor? little on the odd ah, side. What do you got, man? Do you remember the paste yeah, compared to the, the regular normal stuff you come up no, with? Right, yeah, this right. one's a little out there. Yeah. Remember the paste you used to eat as a kid? Now, that answers a lot of questions right there. Mm-hmm. Not lead paint, the paste. You know, it was a kind of minty. But if you let the paste dry, it stayed sweet, but the mintiness went away. So you make a Danish out of the paste. That's the icing. And, and orange Play-Doh. So you make the Danish. You let the paste dry. It only takes a little while. The paste dries. It's still sweet. You take a bite of that. So you get a little bit of the salty from the Play-Doh. Now, nobody wants to buy this. From the paste. Nobody wants to buy this. I used to eat that thing weekly. As soon as I found out it was non-toxic, I was all over it. Yeah. And that was before the lead paint incident. We like to call it the lead paint incident. Well, I mean, it is very sweet. Yeah. What are you going to do? They're demanding crickets in the chat box. Yes, they are. <laughs> they are. So expected in 2014. Um, what happened... Is and, and I'm leaving for Washington, D.C. Monday morning. I'll be there all week. I'll come back Friday Thanks uh, on Valentine's Day. So if you got a gift for me, just put it aside. I'll, I'll, I'll get here later right. uh, in time for the show for Saturday anyway. But I'm going to Washington, D.C. because the FDA is poking their nose in our humidors, and they want to do what they've done in Canada, Rudy. They wanted an you know, so you don't know what the cigars are, and the only way to find out is to listen to the Cigar Authority. That's why we have so many people, uh, three, four people listening in Canada, whatever <laughs> right. we have. But we got, we got 26 today, 25. Yeah. So <laughs> because the FDA is doing this, they're going to make it so that a new cigar brand that wants to get launched would have to go to the FDA for approval, wow. which we know the red tape of the United States, and it will be impossible. At that point, who's ever out there is out there with a the cigar brand, and that's it. Usually there's a couple hundred trademarks that happen every single year, and it could be line extensions, it could be cigar brands, it could be cigar accessories. Last year, 2013, at the end of the year, 1,000 trademarks were filed. I didn't know there were 1,000 names left. How can they possibly do it? But there is 1,000. I'd love to see these names. Trademarks. Red hat. Red dress. Red necklace. Blue diamond. Yeah, Yeah. what are they? (laughs) Hey, that's a good one. Blue diamond. (laughs) It's right in there. Right (laughs) there. We'll apply for that one tomorrow. So where that's happening, we're expecting this year a ton new things to come out. And maybe they'll come out one and done like Sochi. It came out. It's there and that's the end of it. I don't know. Um, That being said, we're we're already hearing advances of what is coming out from some of the the people we know and, you know, some stuff's getting leaked out, some on purpose, some by accident, some that I received a phone call or two. Do not! Yeah, this is not for the real. Do not say that! Because everybody's scared about copycats also. Yeah, sure. If they plan on coming out with this cigar in October, and they're working on it now, getting the blend perfect and working on the design, somebody could 
bang one out real fast. Well, look at how many people came out with fire cured. Yeah, yeah, cigars. Yeah, that's. Got to quote. I got to quote Mark Cuban in the world of business. And Dave, it sounds like this is true to cigars. There are innovators, imitators, and idiots. Yeah, imitators is a big part of this cigar industry. Yeah, and some of the imitators have enough places to place their product than a smaller guy that doesn't have a lot of places. The imitator, they'll say, oh, the first guy that came out, he's the best and all that. No, not necessarily because the imitator could be a big giant company and they can get it out and placed many, many places where this little guy that invented this great idea is only in a handful of places and he's building his his thing. The thing they can't take away from that is an innovator is an innovator. He'll continue to be an innovator. And the copycat guy is going to just continue to copy, making lots of money. I feel like I should have a couch right here and you should be laying down telling me the story. I know. It's it's a serious (laughs) issue. Next week on the pregame show. Right. Right. So let me go through some of the cigars of 2014, and we'll go through uh, what I know. Uh, Happy Birthday Cigars that we just had a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's out. It's out in, I believe, about 40 cigar shops right now, and it is uh, hopefully going to build from there. E.P. Carrillo, he has a short run that he has every year. His 2014 short run is the inch. It is the inch. So a special inch, shorter, shorter. stockier, um, almost like a nub-inch type of thing. Um, that is coming out and coming out soon. Mm. Only 1,500 boxes per size on that. Okay. We have Great White coming out. Great White is going to be a truly unique product. Um, is it going to be like a boxer with... No? No. Okay. Uh, I don't want... This is one of those that it's going to be so unique that it will be copied. So that's so, all you're going to say. That's all I'm going to say work. about it because it will be copied. It is a unique... I don't think anyone's going to copy teeth marks in a cigar. I mean, those are holes. Yeah, it's yeah. going to not burn properly. Not even close. <laughs> okay, uh, next is the Potagus Benji Homage. This is pays homage to Benji Menendez. Benji Menendez from um, Monte Cristo from Cuba comes over to this country. By the way, I was looking at this right, right on the wall. Um, here is hanging on my wall, right here down in front. This is from 2003 at our 18th anniversary. This is our 29th coming up. Uh, that's Benji Menendez sitting right up front over here uh, with me at our 18th anniversary. Benji is a uh, great guy with a great history. I'll never get it back on. After. That's what she said. Yeah. Um, but he's retiring. He has retired, right? He's retired. He's retired at the end of the year. Yep. So this is them, um, the Potagas people, paying homage to Benji Menendez um, and basically uh, making some money off him before he, uh, well, people still My know question he is. is, he just ran the company. Is he a blender as well? He was. Does anyone in the cigar world, other than someone who's been in for longer than 10 years, is anyone going to care? Good question. Is a consumer going to care you know, that the guy behind the scenes retired? Sadly not. Okay. They're not going to care. Sadly not. But Benji is a, a, uh, an important factor, and I've known him, and no, they're not. Uh, that's unfortunate to say that, but that's the truth. I, I mean, know. Steve Saka, he's at a trade show. Everybody's all over Steve Saka. Right. When he retired, it was a big deal that he came on the show, one of our highest-watched shows. That was a big deal. There was no Steve Saka retires cigar. That might have sold. Could have been a league of something special. 
with yeah, Steve's picture on it. Steve's getting back in, so he's going to show up. Benji is not going to get back in. Benji is probably 80 years old, and he's, he's just not, starting to get good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's warming he's up. Got, yeah. He's got 20 more years. Um, but he, he's a great guy, and, and I'm going to miss him in the business. But no, the average cigar smoker probably doesn't care, and um, usually uh, – doesn't work. We'll see what it ends up doing. It's Partagas. It's a big name. His, his uh, family owned the brand in Cuba. We'll see what ends up happening there. Uh, Red Anchor. Red Anchor is coming out. Red Anchor is talking about going back in history. 1770, the first cigar store ever was in Delft, Holland, and it was called Red Anchor. It was the first <laughs> store that was a cigar store, sold cigars had a license to be able to sell tobacco products. It is two, three years later, 1773, it becomes the first store to ever have a brand of itself, Boutique. Boutique. When you hear a cigar company, a major factory, having a boutique brand saying that they don't make very many, the word boutique comes from the shop, a boutique. That is what's boutique. The only boutique cigar is those that come from cigar shops, like the cigar we're smoking right now. Mm -hmm. Studio 21 is a boutique cigar. It is made for a boutique, a cigar store. Regardless of how many got made, that's not the right. point. It has to do with it. It's a, it's a brand for a shop. Right. That is what really what boutique is. Red Anchor was the first boutique cigar ever and the first cigar store ever. My question is, what kind of loser do you have to be to sit around and Google who the first cigar shop is that had a brand. I mean, this person's got to be out of their mind. True. I would say they're brilliant. Yeah. Well, you got to be crazy. Because it's me, and you know it is. <laughs> and it's me. Awesome. <laughs> anyway, it's coming out. I'm very excited about it. And it's coming out this year. It's probably going to take, uh, I'd say, at least another six months. But uh, I've been working on it for over a year now. Wow. The trademark happened at the end of 2013, which was a two-year process to make sure everything was all set. I have to get something out in order to um, show its use. Nice. Um, and after that, boom, it can go wherever it goes. But I love the idea of um, the history of that. I am a cigar store owner. Mm. I have been doing, I have 30 of my own brands, all boutique, and have been doing this for years and years. This is the first one ever. So if, if you say copy, we all copied Red Anchor. That was the first one. Um, moving on to that, the first Cuban cigar ever advertised in the United States was called Dos Amigos. Now, we have a brand, Dos Hombre, but Dos Amigos is something we came out with many years ago um, with the folks from Drew Estates. We made an acid Dos Amigos size. It came out for a couple of years, and for some reason, they stopped producing it. I don't know why, but it was made for us. It was two cigars together and one band around the two cigars. So when you made a purchase, you actually had to buy two at a time. Hmm. So we doubled our sales each time. Nice. So I looked at it anyway. Uh, it was going very well, and for some reason uh, it stopped, and I've asked for it many times, and I've stopped asking. So what I did is uh, secure the trademark, and we will come up with a Dos Amigos. It will not be an acid cigar or anything like that. It will not be flavored in any way, but it is the first advertised Cuban cigar ever in the United States. 
What else? Uh, I met with uh, Shauna Williams, National Sales Manager, and David Mooney, the Regional Sales Manager, this week from Villiga. The Villiga folks have a cigar brand called Trill, T-R-I-L-L, and another one called Cabernetta, which is a box press Maduro cigar. Uh, both are probably due out in April, they're guessing, and both made by Hochi Blanco from the Dominican Republic. Hochi is the guy that uh, makes all the cigars for Aging Room. Yes. So uh, there was no sample, but I'm interested. And I am going down to the Dominican at the end of February. And hopefully, uh, whether I get up from Villager or not, I'll go right in the factory and try it because I know Hochi <laughs> myself. So if they're not willing to give me one, I'll get it right off the bench. Yeah. Uh, Sochi, we mentioned that uh, for the Olympics that uh, started yesterday. Um, you watch any of that, by the way? I fell asleep. Yeah. I fell asleep. Yeah. You? I watch a few outfits and then I said okay I'm on, enough of that yeah you gotta wait to the end was the United circus. States some so of us were working last night so we didn't get a chance to oh, watch okay. it yeah okay. um, anyway completely sold out that's it I have one box over here that's it I have a box you do oh yeah, yeah. Boy. Uh, 100 boxes made that's it they sold out in uh, one and a half days phenomenal cigar yeah I recommend that with uh, what is it Mr. Jonathan the mule drink Oh, Moscow Mule. The Moscow, Moscow Mule. Mule. Yeah, that was good. Nothing, nothing's bad with the Moscow Mule, no. especially when you're David and you get up to four. <laughs> I would say the big news that's happening this year is going to be the 50th anniversary of Padron. 1964 is when the Padron brand uh, first hit the market in the streets of Miami. Uh, when you see the 1925, that's the year uh, Jose Orlando Padron was born. 1964 is the year it started. This is the 50th anniversary. We understand a limited edition humidor filled with 50 cigars, Nicaraguan, called Padron Puros Gold. Hmm. So I'll get more information from that as I as I find out. Um, special shape, from what I understand, from the original molds and different things like that. So we'll very see. interesting. Yeah, very interesting is right. Uh, would love to try a sample of that. Diamond Crown Julius Caesar. The Hail Caesar is coming out. A 6x60 Julius Caesar. Hail Caesar. Um, and the Perfecto for the lounge only, which we have already received. We do have that. That's what we could have smoked. Um, something awesome and close to my heart from Sam LaChia. Sam LaChia with the Sam LaChia black and white. Uh, and this is something I cannot disclose and will not even hint about what it is, but uh, it's pretty awesome if you ask me, and that is due out in May. Yeah, I mean, everybody wants to copy him at this point. Right. So we, we this, this happened to him, so uh, th- th- that'll be in May. Uh, Las Calaveras. Calaveras. Crown heads. Yeah. They're uh, switching over some production to the My Father cigar. In Nicaragua, so they make stuff now with Ernesto Carrillo, and now they've moved uh, production over to my father in Nicaragua, and I guess the four kick stays where it is, but um, the new one is going to come from um, Pepin Garcia. Alec Bradley's coming out with the Filthy Hooligan to return, round two, Filthy Hooligan round two. Uh, Avo Limited Edition 2014 called the 88 is due real soon. And Rocky Patel is coming out with Edge B-52. Nice. Now guess the size of that, the B-52. 52 ring gauge? 
Wrong. <laughs> has it, nothing to do with 52, 60. right? Not at all. Four and a half by 60. Of course. Called the 52 So why? I have no idea. It's a bomb. All right. <laughs> all right. That music means we are coming to break. What do you got? One minute. Okay. Less than a minute now. One state is looking to raise their cigar tax to 95%. I'm heading out to D.C. on Monday uh, to deal with that ridiculous bill and other ones. Um, enough is enough. I'll come back. We'll get Debonair with Chuck, Old Fart Freddy, Aging Room, the Tweets of the Week, and lots more. We're live, a high atop my office at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Now, when you're smoking your Studio 21... Always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw, and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro is now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like, only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move.
This is the Cigar Authority. You're either in or you're out right now. The simple fact is, it's no laughing matter. The authority on everything cigar. It's like fishing with dynamite. In and out of the cigar industry. Are you smoking yet? This is probably the best thing that's ever happened to us. With your hosts, David Garofalo. I promise I'll do better at this job than I did on the SATs. Mr. Jonathan. I'm ready. I'm walking tall. I've been earning and burning, snapping necks, cashing checks. And Chuck Morrison. Now he's used to big groups, so make them feel like there's a crowd here. It's time to light them up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Well, if you learned anything today, it won't be the truth. And we're back, broadcasting from my office high atop a two-guy smoke shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And my bags are packed, and I'm ready to go. Stop uh, this foolish legislation, and uh, I don't want to keep going to Washington, D.C., but I'm on my way on Monday morning with a very small group, the IPCPR people, and uh, we're going to see what we can do to turn that around. I'll tell you some of the problems we're having this hour. And uh, Old Fart Freddy is back in the aging room. Gentleman Chuck Morrison and the best tweets I saw all week and lots more stuff here in my pile. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and the world that is always broadcast on location. This week, as David said, hi, a top two guys smoke shop in Dave's office. Dave's office. That's right. Uh, We are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. And you can tune in right at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Anytime. You simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. Forget about it. And, of course, you can subscribe to our webcast on YouTube. Find us on Facebook. Twitter, all that stuff. It's Mr. Jonathan, one word, Barbeau, B-A-R-B-E-A-U. That's really where you want to be on you, Facebook. Or you can go to the Cigar Authority. See, I don't even yeah. bring myself and David Garofalo. Because you're I don't so wanna, full of it because I, you're not winning. That's why you don't, don't bring it go, in. I don't want to go over the 5,000. At this point, you cannot catch me. I don't want to go over the 5,000. Okay. What happens when you go over 5,000? You're not a person anymore. Got to start another page. Well, you choose to stay there and knock over the 5,000. I'm just going to go back and delete people at that I'm point. I'm going to start deleting people now. Well, that's fine. It just puts me further ahead, and I'm okay with that. Every once in a while, I get somebody that writes to me, and it, it's not Cigar. It's somebody, oh, sweetie, I want to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's fake stuff, right? It is. She doesn't really like me. And she's not really a girl. <laughs> <laughs> she got a picture. It looks like uh, she's a girl, but no. Okay. All right, I'm going to put the cigar down, uh, Studio 21. I, I, I was talking a lot last hour. I didn't. You know, this know. normally is not my size either, and I really enjoyed the flavor, and I, can, I am beginning to see why people uh, that smoke cigars regularly dig on those thinner ring gauges. If you don't pull on it too hard, it doesn't mm-hmm. heat up. There's lots of wrapper flavor going on there. Yep. And, uh, luckily, I love Play-Doh, so this, this Play-Doh. was right. See, I don't think it, it helped any of the sales by saying Play-Doh. But uh, here is a box paste? press cigar. Nothing with the paste? Silly putty, maybe? Paste. I don't know. Pasted. No. No. Lots of kids their entire life ate paste. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah? Everyone knows what I mean when I say you eat the paste. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rock a feller. Rock a f e l l e r. Rock a feller cigars. This is um, a box pressed. Maduro, this is the the new one, and we had Jeffrey Avo Yavazian. Sounds familiar? Jeffrey Avo Yavazian, we had on the show before. This is not Avo Yavazian, but his son Jeffrey, whose middle name happens to be Avo, 
and refers to himself as Jeffrey Avo Yavazian. Instead of just saying, it's Jeff Yavazian, he answers the phone, this is Jeff Avo. Oh, really? Not even Yavazian. Jeff yeah. Avo. I've had many conversations with him on the phone, and he answers, this is Jeff Avo. Really? He signs his emails, Jeff Avo. All right. So he's um, dealing with the reputation. Something. Mm. I wonder if that was... Be- I'm going to... I have nothing good to say pre-game about that. Talk. This is pre-game talk, boys. <laughs> right, right. This is pre-game stuff. It's time to cut a cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all the other cigar brands were raising prices, the opening. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. We're going to cut on a box press cigar a little over the cap. And here we go. Seems a little dense for me. Let me see if I got a draw. Pre- Mine didn't have a draw on the first one. I had to break the rule, although this is my cutter. Uh, and I no, had I'm a good. slobber. It's a the, little tight. The draw was a little tight. I thought I didn't cut enough off, but it's still drawing a little tight. Now, the problem I'll say about a cigar that looks like this is when you look at it, you think one thing Onyx? Yeah. No. Okay. No, I did. <laughs> you do, right? <laughs> You look at it. It's the kiss of death, my friends, when, when, you, when it looks like this. He, they don't have a natural version of this, only the Maduro version. And I can't help but think. Did I cut enough or is that that packed? It's packed, right? It's wow. Really packed. Look at that. Oh, my God. It's like a, you got any draw? Not really, man. And I cut above the cap, but I don't want to go much more. I'm going to. Let's pull on it. See if you, you got any. I got a little bit of it's a draw. Tight, it's not yeah. bad. Mine is not terrible. It's just. Wow. Anyway, it becomes a kiss of death when it when it looks like a padrone and doesn't act like a padrone. And it may. This is my first time trying it anyway. So um what do you got there? You're gonna you, we're gonna give this lighter away uh, at the when are we gonna do this? Uh at the end, just before we go to break. Okay. Right. okay. Can they still get in? They can still get in, yeah. Still get in. All right, what do you got what do they gotta do? They've got a text nine six three six. No. They gotta text cigars two. Nine six three six two. Correct. Okay. Text the word cigars yes. to nine six three six two. I should have wrote that down for you. Oh, I did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. He did. Text cigars to nine six three six two. If I just read it off the copy, you'd be good, Ron Burgundy. Even if, you, if you even looked at the copy, and that's a Bugatti. That's a two hundred dollar Bugatti. Uh, Bugatti. 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 There's Bugatti. no extra R in there. You... When there's no R, you put it in. When there is an R, you, you take just it take it out. And this is how we live in the Northeast here in the Boston area. But that is a high, high-end lighter at $200. I heard Bugatti makes a $96,000 belt buckle. Really? That's what I heard. We're not giving that away. No, we're not. But these are the same folks from uh, Vertigo. Vertigo, Lotus. yep. I have in my hand, what is this? That Four, is the... $14? For, yeah, $14.99. $15 lighter, dynamite, Bugatti, $200. They make great lighters. I don't care if you spend $10 or you spend $200, you got a great lighter. And uh, this is my desk here. You, you see a couple of them on the desk yeah. at all times. You are yeah. the reason that our inventory is off constantly yeah. because you use it and then you put it in your pocket. And when it needs butane gas... I don't go fill it up. I just, just put it on the another. desk. <laughs> <laughs> just grab another. All lighters become disposable lighters for me. And then, then I'll come, go downstairs and I'll grab three cans of gas and come up here and gas them all up. Yeah. 
Uh, quick question for you, Dave. Yeah. Uh, someone wants to know if the Cigar Club idea is still alive and active so viewers can smoke the same cigars that we are during the show. Yeah, we got to get it together, man. Well, this is it's a, it's, a, it's a little bit of a slow process to be able to get the logistics going on. And part of it was I was, and I'm being honest with you, deathly afraid of this texting program. It's a whole new thing you got to learn. And I'm going bit by bit. And I'm pushing myself on it a bit. It, it is. It's a stretch. There's a 16 year old kid that can do it in about 15 minutes. Learn the whole thing. Never saw it before in his life. You got, I don't know. Let's let's go maybe nine months into it. Nine months into it, and you've learned absolutely nothing. So, let, you want to be honest? We'll be honest. That's how we're being honest. <laughs> Hit the bell. There we go. Hopefully, someone comes to my defense on the chat box yeah. on that one. He's being a little mean. For no reason. They're saying, so just, uh, just being true, just being as truthful as I can. So, I got to draw. It, it's drawing better than I thought it would draw. Mine has not loosened up. It it started off a little tight. It's still a little tight. It's not bad. I'm getting smoke. It's okay. If you densely pack the tobacco and then you box press it, you're running into issues. You got to go a, a little lighter pack before you box press the thing, or else you're going to run into this. It looks like it's it's a um, yeah. stick or something. Totally. You know, it's really packed. Anyway, uh, let me give you some bad news. Bad news first. Okay. Why do you always have to go there, Maryland? Because I'm going to Washington D.C. Because not only, I walk the walk too. So I'm, I'm telling you, there's bad stuff going on here, but I'm not just going to talk about it. I'm going to get on a plane, and I'm going to go down there. I'm going to walk the halls, and I'm going to see what I can do to stop it. Because it's crazy that these bills even come up. It's ridiculous. Maryland Democratic legislators, Democratic, go figure, looking for a 95% tax on cigars. Wow. So what they're going to do is wow. just lose whatever business they have out there, and the, the retailers that are there are just going to go out of business. They're going to make no money at all. I'm getting all choked up. I need a drink here. He's getting a drink. Can we tax them? <laughs> yeah. That, wouldn't that be nice? You're going to hear some good news later on. Tax their stupidity. You a know? bill in the Maryland House calls for spending on tobacco education enforcement to increase from $6 million. You're spending $6 million telling kids not to smoke cigarettes. Six million right now. But they want to boost that six million to twenty-one million dollars. Of course. Money that will come from increased tobacco taxes. So Maryland is spending six million now telling you, let alone every pack says it on and everything, but they want to go to twenty one million. Let's spend twenty one million dollars. How are we going to spend $21 million? We don't have it. Tax the smoker even more and then we'll get it from them. They're not going to buy them. From They'll, you. From you. They're not going to buy them there. And the next thing you know, are you completely idiots? Do you understand the balance of what ends up happening? Currently, premium cigars are taxed at 15% of the wholesale price. The proposition, House Bill 443, cigars under $20 wholesale, which is everything, would be taxed at a 95% of the wholesale rate. 95%. 95%. So 15% to 95%. Not 15 to 16%. 15 to 95 The move would increase the price of virtually every premium cigar in the state. The bill was introduced by Representative Eric L-U-E-D-T-K-E. Ludic. Ludke. 
Ludke. That's what I would say. I like the first one better. <laughs> Democrat <laughs> from, from Monterey. Uh, it currently has 56 co-sponsors. 56 other people agreed with them that are voted in as House members. That's amazing, you know, because there's always a crazy person, right? Mm-hmm. When, when you hear about some crazy mass murder or something, what really blows my mind is when there's two of them because two people would have to be so stupid yeah. to do such a thing. 56 co-sponsors, and get this, none are Republicans. Every one of them are Democrats in Maryland looking to raise the tobacco tax from 15 on, on cigars Fifteen to ninety-five, fifty-six people are willing to try to hurt that many people at the same time. It's amazing. Mm. I can't believe that this happens. That there's that many people that's there. Now, Maryland, look at who those people are and vote them out because they're crazy. How it's got to they... be all of them. It's got to be every single Democrat. It's, um, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So I'm done with that anyway. Oh, my God. It's, it's crazy, and, and I just can't imagine more than one person. I, there's always a crazy person who would do something like that. A bill goes through, and everybody laughs and says, what are you, crazy? This is going to go nowhere. They can do it. There's a crazy person. Get them off. There's a lot of crazy people out there. 56 people in one state yeah. co-sponsoring it, putting the name as a sponsor of it. We want this to happen. And then you got all, never mind all the people that smoke cigars, but all the families that... They have to do it, and, that, and this this crap is going around across the country, yeah. and has to has to be stopped. Well, you know what's scary, Dave? It's not just the impact on the cigar industry, right? That's one part of the equation, but the second part is the the effect that this is going to have on business from that point forward. If they get away with this, what does that now do to other businesses? Well, it, it, it makes it so that they, they can do anything that they want, right? Because going from fifteen to ninety five is ludicrous. <laughs> so any crazy idea that they have about any business. If you sell groceries, you should be out of your mind over mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. If you sell knickknacks, if you sell anything. baseball caps, anything that has to do with retail, if you own a shopping mall, they think it's okay. You should be it's standing the, it's, up. It's the minority. It's the only minority that you're allowed to really right piss all over. I can't think of another word for right. it. Right. You can do it, and it's and it's okay because it's such the minority. That's it. Not enough people are going to get angry. But I tell you this. Once they do that to that, the next thing they're going to do is do it to something you care about. That's right. That's exactly right. They're coming after you next. If you let them get away with this, they're coming after you next. Right. Your cupcake store or whatever. Whatever you like. And obviously, those 56 people don't smoke cigars or care about anybody that owns a cigar shop or care about anybody that smokes cigars. Those cigar smokers will go online and buy them tax-free. They'll cross the border into yep. another state and buy them there. They will not buy them in Maryland, right. and they will put that poor brick-and-mortar retailer, those family companies, out of business and make no money doing it. They'll actually make less. Mm-hmm. Right now, they're making a lot of money on 15%. They'll make less and hurt them at the same time. It's a lose-lose situation. Why can I see that? Plain as day. Yeah. And they can't see that. So th- now you're going to be going down. To D.C., which is right next door to Maryland, right. and, and and what's your what's your message? I mean, are you uh... the the message is that you make no money. You know, is this the Ways and Means Committee? The Ways and Means Committee means the Ways and Means of them to make money. If this is the Ways and Means Committee, are you guys uh, ridiculous? Because let me tell you, this is how it plays out. Yeah, just check it in any other state. This is how it's going to play out, and you're going to not make anything. Is this the health? Uh, 
board mm. that is deciding this, all these people in the health. Okay, let's talk about premium cigars when it comes to everything else, that a couple of premium cigars a day will make you live longer, not shorter, and it takes the stress away in this and has no harm things, uh, harms you in any way. Right. And here's all the evidence, which scientific evidence, which is going to mess with what they're going to uh, watch on the uh, 6 o'clock news or something. But right. Here's the real evidence. You want to go by that, or what do you want to go by? Mm-hmm. What is the argument? Yeah, when, when you're talking to a ridiculous person that has no facts and figures and, and just out there to hurt people, you've got to be yeah. a chameleon and see what is their issue. Sometimes it's, I don't care, I don't like smoking, and that's all there is to it. Wow. How do you feel about black people? You know, how do you feel about gays? How do you feel about, yeah. you know, you just don't like it, and that's the answer? Yeah. Oh, my God. Look who who you got there. 56 of them are nuts? How can that be? How can it be more than one? Persuasion. A strong batch of Kool Aid for these people. Right. Wow. They're not getting the information, and that's what it takes. So the group of IPCPR going to Washington, D.C. Hopefully, we go into Maryland and talk to those state people or meet the state people in Maryland from there and go there and and knock some sense into them. You know, explain to them that what, what do you. Hopefully, what happens is, oh my God, I didn't realize that. You've got to imagine it's going to be the majority of this. Oh, I didn't realize that. I'm glad you brought that to our attention. And it goes away. Imagine if you sit back and do nothing. Right. Then it's going to happen. You've got 56 people. The Republicans ain't going to let it happen because they, they look at, and I don't want to t- take a side here, but they look at um, small business. I mean, they're, they're a business, yeah. you know, pro-business type of thing. Anyway, the, the magic thing is, how do I say this in a debonair way? How can I talk to them as a gentleman? I, I, I can't. Maybe Chuck can help me with this one. So <laughs> while you're enjoying life to the fullest, it's important to be a gentleman. And how to be more debonair, more gentleman-like is Mr. Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. you need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. Gentlemen, brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. David, I hear you loud and clear, my man. And and I'm hoping that today's Gentleman Way can be of assistance to you. And what we're going to do today is something that we've never done before here on The Gentleman's Way. Brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. And that is to define... What is a gentleman? So here is the definition of a gentleman, and I'm going all the way back to 1899 from a brilliant, for lack of a better word, poem written by John Walter Wayland. John Walter Wayland. He says, the true gentleman is the man who conducts uh, – who conduct pro- uh, I can talk. I promise. The true gentleman is the man who co- whose conduct proceeds from goodwill and an acute sense of pride. Pri- <laughs> Proprietary. Oh my goodness, I cannot talk. And whose self-control is equal to all emergencies. Who does not make the poor man conscious of his poverty, the obscure man of his obscurity, and of any man his infurity or deformity. Who is himself humbled if necessity compels him to humble another. Who does not flatter wealth, cringe before power, or boast of his own possessions or achievements. Who speaks with frankness, 
but is always sincere and sympathetic, whose deed follows his word, who thinks of the rights and feelings of others rather than his own, and lastly, who appears well in any company for a man whom honor is sacred and virtue is safe. I got a serious problem with this. What is your problem, gentlemen, Mr. Jonathan? It doesn't rhyme. How can it be a poem? (laughs) (laughs) Other than me hacking the beginning there, this is what a true gentleman is, folks. It's someone that is just true to their character, and I love right here, whose deed follows his words. And Dave, when I'm thinking of you down there in Washington, D.C., I'm thinking of someone who speaks with frankness and sincerity to the issue. Be frank. Be Be sincere. Be a gentleman. Be a gentleman. I have to be a little bit controlled, though. Absolutely. That I want to be very angry about it because I am angry about it, but try to do it in a less condescending way. Are you guys idiot? You know, you don't want to. You want to be the bigger power, the yeah. bigger person. And by doing so, you don't fight fire with fire. You fight fire with water. You be the exact opposite. You use your logic, your common sense. What is their objective? Clearly, and someone brought this up on the chat box, by the way. I'm, I'm still fired up about this. Uh, it, what do you say here? Um, they just want to tell the, uh, the, const- the Constantines that they, that they voted against tobacco, just, just as you know, bragging rights. Hey, look at our, re- our voting record. We right. voted against tobacco. Well, like you said, if it's a means committee, what bearing or influence should that have at all? Right. I have to remind them who they are and what they're supposed yes. to be. Yes, And when, believe it or not, when, I, when I've got to the health end of it sometimes, I've said to them, okay, this is uh, health, and you honestly believe that this is as bad as you think, and as bad as you're saying? If you do, why don't you outlaw it? Yeah. Why don't you outlaw this committee? Oh, no, no, we're not saying that. I go, because you don't believe it's that bad. If you thought it was, you you would do it. So let's everybody tell the truth right now. What is it? Well, the answer is they're looking for the tipping point. How much can we possibly get from this small group of people? Ring them out and get every last penny you can before it tips and we end up losing money. 95% ain't the answer. Well, here's my question to you. If they're objective is to create more revenue for the state, and their logic is by increasing the tax to a ridiculous amount, 95%, that that's going yeah. to increase our revenue. They are completely wrong, and you can back that up with statistics. Oh, where if, yeah. they, if they were to lower the tax, they make they're going to make a lot more that's money. That's right. People aren't going to run away. So you might even be able to turn this I around ran, listen, and I have the tax away, reduced. I ran away at 15% out of Massachusetts. <laughs> Which now sounds like a bargain. 20 years ago, I ran away. I closed a million-dollar shop, ran away because of 15%. 95 it's over, folks. Nobody's going to last. And the ones that do have to be uh, cheating the government. Have to be. Yeah. At 95%, there's no way you could survive. So you're going to either make them criminals or you're going to put them out of business. That's the win. That is a major loss. Yeah. For, it's no good for anybody. And though, that shop owner that does shop there, I mean that owns the shop there, will use his money that he gets from there and buy other things and employ other people and make money. And that's this is how it goes. It's so fundamental how money – And you need to communicate that. How do they – they are elected officials in the House of Representatives. How does me, a cigar store owner, need to explain yeah. how um, – you get the Republican The economy involved. runs. Right. This is their job. And what we're trying to do here at Two Guys Smoke Shop is I'm trying to let people do their job and not be this micromanager that I am and try to let people do their thing. And here I am off to Washington, D.C. to tell senators and House members how to do their job because they can't do it. 
that's what bothers me. They can't do it. You got to be fired up. But anyways, that's the gentleman's way. Brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question is, are you Debonair enough? I hope. I, I definitely hope so. can write a better poem than that. Mine would rhyme, but it, it had some good points in it. It, it had, had some good points. points. Yeah. yeah. What's up with a poem that doesn't rhyme? It's not a. It's like. It's a, it's too much for me. It's like putting on poetry airs. Like I'm so good at poetry, I don't have to rhyme. <laughs> yeah. No, haiku. What's with haiku? I mean, I guess maybe it rhymes in Japanese, but it doesn't work. I don't know if it rhymes at all in, in Japan. So would you call a rapper a poet? One day poet? If he rhymes, they yeah. rhyme, don't they? Most every, of the time, every, they do. Every song does. Yeah. All right. I I put it down, and I feel bad, but I have to say this. Because I, I, I want to be honest and true, and I'm not trying to beat anybody up. I was getting a, a heavy feeling in my chest, but not from nicotine. It's from something else, and I don't feel comfortable smoking it any further. You guys do whatever you want, but the taste isn't there. The draw isn't there, and now I'm getting a feeling like like the, there's an artificial kind of burn going on. I'm out. What? Are you serious? You guys do what you want. It. it I like the regular Rockefeller a lot. This one, there's something going on with it, and I can't, I can't finish. Well, I'm it. glad you're being I'm honest. Going back to my Studio 21. Wow. So I just, I, I I'm yeah, having a hard sorry, time. Sorry, Jeffrey. I like you as a person. And there's I the like end. your other one, but and, that, and that's the end of that advertiser. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but you know what? This is the way it is. This yeah. is the way it is. We dear, we dear try it. And you're going to hear the honest to god truth, and uh, I'm not loving it. I, I I don't dislike it as much as you do, but I'm uh, I don't know. It's, I feel bad. I feel bad saying it. I'm not. Yeah. You know, it is just is what it is. Is what it is. It. All right. So on on a better note, let's give somebody a two hundred dollar lighter for there free. We go. How about that? All right. I'm gonna send the uh, I'm gonna send the text message now. Send the text. And while he's doing that, we're going to take a look at social media brought to you by the cigar that was built on social media, Recluse Cigars. Here's the best tweets of the week. Okay, the best tweets I saw all week brought to you by Recluse Cigars. Was learning cursive really necessary? Absolutely not. Nobody does it. Nobody uses it at all. Can we all agree to ignore what comes after Blu-ray? I don't want my collection again. True story. How many things can you possibly have, right? Do not machine wash or tumble dry means I will never wash this again ever. True story. Absolutely true. And the best tweet I saw all week. Bad decisions make good stories. Those are the best tweets I saw right all week. Today's social media brought to you by Recluse Cigars, rolled N2 bar, the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every, every time. time. All right, we have a winner. We have a winner. Who do we have? His name is Jim Falzone. Not Fal. Fal. Really? No way. We know a him. Randomly drawn number. Absolutely random. He's from Methuen, Massachusetts. Not only does he listen to the show, he critiques us when we do or say something wrong. He comes up into your office and then gives us what for. And, and he's listening come. right now. And he's listening it right wasn't now. Wasn't a week or two ago his birthday? Yeah, he was using it the. Was. Uh, we know this guy. In American history, nice job. There's no job. I mean, it seems rigged. We he know this guy. T- he texted it in. I mean, what do you want me to do? 
That's it. Good. I'm glad, Val. And and that while I have it on my mind, uh, congratulations again going out to Glenn Baker. Glenn Baker is the winner of a Diamond Crown Experience, where uh, he's going to be on the Cigar Authority, and we're going to broadcast live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory in Tampa, Florida, at our normal time. No, That's because we're, we're going to be flying out at our normal time, so we're going to have to tape the show. We're going to fly out. We're going to go right to the uh, hotel, put our stuff away, and go right to the Bruins game that Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, we'll, so we'll, we'll be in the air while the, the show's going on. On that Sunday, uh, Sunday or Monday? Sunday. Sunday we'll go into the factory and we'll tape the show, and then we'll go back there on Monday while the factory is in, in full operation. And then we'll fly home Monday night. That's the way that's going to go. So, uh, yeah, congratulations to Glenn Baker on that. And uh, that takes me to, I want to mention, the best state in the United States. So a story published uh, Friday by uh, Politico. um, The best state in the United States. Can we take a guess? Yeah. New Hampshire. Two points. Two points. What would you have guessed, Mr. Jonathan? I was going to guess New Hampshire. You just got to it faster really? than I did. Uh, political ranked all 50 states, best on uh, 14 state rankings uh, by uh, Census Bureau, Center of Disease Control, um, Prevention, FBI, Statistics, Crime Rates, Life Expectancy, uh, Per Capita Income, High School Graduation Rates. And uh, they found that New Hampshire was number one. Wow. It's awful cold here. You wouldn't think this is the best state, but I believe my father had an allergy. And when they moved to Florida, he he found he had an allergy. And he was probably 65 years old then. He never knew he had an allergy when he was up here. He had an allergy to dead insects. No kidding. Well, what happens up here is we have winter. And there is no uh, insects don't turn to powder, and you know they it freezes away and it's gone, and that's it. So when you go down in, in a hot place, different allergies that you've had your whole life, you never had it, but this the winter thing that we have, the freezing thing. I believe up. Dr. Holly Rucco would uh, disagree with you about allergies you've had your whole life. He had some sort of trauma when he went down to Florida that had his body think insect powder is bad. It's inert. There's he didn't know to it. it. He was breaking out. So it was in his mind he was breaking out. No, he was breaking out for real, but his body was having that reaction because it thought it was allergic to something it's not allergic to. No one's allergic to pollen, but people get hay fever. Hmm. Just saying. Are you saying it's psychological? I'm saying that people can be cured. Well, he can't because he's been dead for 20 years. So, True story. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Can't bring him back. I'd love to. I'd do whatever I could to do it, but I can't. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, the good news. I got some good news. Uh, Want to be in a commercial? We'll tell you about that. Maybe we'll get you in. We're filming tonight, and you're invited. Also, Old Fart Freddy is back. A peek into the asylum. And lots more. We're broadcasting live high atop Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, What does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark. Simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, 
It was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid... a dwarf. Uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www www.cigarjournal.co That's cigarjournal.co I'll sign up today. 
Hey, this is cigar smoking citizen Steve Saka, and you're listening to Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Steve Saka, retired from the cigar industry. But or I gotta, is he? Or is he? I think he'll return soon. He's got a couple of years on his contract of non-compete, but he'll be back. I'm, sh- I'm certain of that. Uh, we're having a commercial for Two Guys Smoke Shop. We'll tell you about that. we got a little uh, good cigar news and uh, lots more coming up. Uh, birthdays. We mentioned birthdays. Uh, a lot of birthdays in the cigar industry. You just had a birthday. I did. Uh, we mentioned it's my daughter's birthday today, by the way. Really? Yes. It's your daughter's birthday today, too. Happy Father's Daughter's Birthday Day. Oh, thank you, buddy. Um, I like that. Nick Perdomo's birthday just a couple of days ago. Today is Nish Patel's birthday. No kidding. Tomorrow is Mike Cusano's birthday. Wow. And Tuesday, and I'll be with him, I believe, down in Washington, D.C., is Bobby Newman's birthday. Wow. No kidding. So a lot of cigar people uh, having a birthday this week. Uh, so there must be something to parents humping nine months ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that time of year, that type of parent to produce a lot of birthdays in the cigar industry. Yeah. yeah. August is a good month, man. No, it'd be before that. It'd be like May, right? I don't even know. I don't know either. Nine months. What's three months from now? Yeah. We're in February, March, April, May. May. Maybe May. My birthday. Your birthday's in May? May. So anyone that was humping around the time of your birthday <laughs> produced a lot of cigar smokers. Yeah. Now. For now. In May. It's springtime. The weather's nice. Yeah. I don't know what it would be. May. I have no idea. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's uh, go to Old Five Freddy. If, if that makes you uncomfortable, this certainly will. <laughs> it's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy... Nowadays, people say crazy things like you make your own luck. That's a load of horse pucky. In my day, we carried good luck charms like rabbit's feet and my wife's favorite, the camel toe. Nowadays, animal rights groups have made it illegal to strap razors and spikes to the feet of your cock and bet that he kicks the snot out of all the other cocks. In my day, we had one rule, never bring a hen to a cock fight. Nowadays, there is a 10-step process for helping a choking victim. Way too long. In my day, when your buddy was showing the slightest sign of choking, you jumped up, reached around his midsection, and in a firm but friendly way, you slammed your fist into his gut until he yelled, I'm not choking, or the chicken bone flew across the room. We were camel toe rubbing, cock fighting men with a friendly reach around. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar See, nothing wrong even with that. better. Just like aging room cigars. Here it comes. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. There is no way that her camel toe is any more lucky than my hog pile. My hog pile wins every time, hands down. Every time. Every time. (laughs) Oh, God. Just dehydrate the hog pile and put on a chain right around your neck. And uh, I'm not going to listen to that until it actually is. That's the way... Uh, old Five Freddy runs that I can't listen to. Correct. You both have heard it. You so. will veto it, and yes. it needs to be on the air. I got some good news. 
there has been nonstop news about smoking bans, regulations, and taxes on local, state, and federal levels. We report it every week. All the bad news, when I see something good, I want to report it. Just like we did last week when you told, we told you about the Missouri State Representative Kathy Conway, who encouraged her, st- who encouraged her state not to pass bans on smoking that it, and draw attention to smoking bans harm small businesses. This week, we have another one on our side. The right side. Let me guess. She's a repub. Let's look. Another official who isn't afraid to stand up to the anti-tobacco zealots. Randy V-O-E-P-E-L. Vopel? V-O-E-P-E-L? Vopel? Randy Vopel. Just keep saying it over and over again. Ignore the story. Just keep repeating it. I want to make sure I say the right name, if at all possible, because this is somebody that did something good. Is the current mayor of Santa Fe, Santee, S-A-N-T-E-E, Santee, California. Mayor Vopel recently received an F grade for his city's tobacco control policies, or lack thereof, from the American Lung Association. The grade he calls F for Freedom which he proudly dons a cigar tie. Wow. Nice. Dons it, but that's good. Dons it, yes. Um, not a politician against... Um, not all politicians are against us or our freedoms, and he deserves our thanks. Absolutely. He certainly gets it from us. So uh, don't be afraid if that's the way you feel, if that's the right thing to do. you know. So now they're not going to give his city some money, and whatever it is. Good. They're willing to pay for you to do the wrong thing. Hmm. If you're a righteous person, you can't buy it from, you know. Don't be for sale. Don't be prostituting your city, your state, your country. Don't prostitute yourself. Yeah. Stand up for what's right, and I have to give him an A for uh, for doing that. I give him an A++. Wow. S-A-N-T-E-E, Santee, California. If it wasn't California, I'd move there. I can't believe we haven't reported yet on the whole CVS thing. Yeah, let's do that. So everybody sees that. CVS says we're going to stop selling tobacco products. This is the uh, retail brand. uh, Retail drugstore. Chain up here, yeah. Yep. So they've been around for a long time, and they do, from what I understand, about $126 billion. With a B. Billion of total sales. And of that, close to $2 billion of it, is tobacco products. And they're going to, as of now, stop selling tobacco products completely, giving up $2 billion plus if you went in to go buy your tobacco products. You get a bag of chips, you get some gum. Right. Mm -hmm. You you go in to buy your tobacco products and you buy other stuff. Um, Now they're going to, themselves, they weren't told to do this by the government. They decided to do this by themselves. Or were they? Now, I'm a businessman and I say, wow, that would be ridiculous to do that. Sure. Why would they do such a thing? Now you got to look into it. Why would they do such a thing as this? Mm. And it comes out. They will be the person, that the, the outlet that will have legalized marijuana. Boom. What? There it is. So they got the ganja. CVS is truly a drugstore. Wow. And if you want to say cigarettes have nicotine and nicotine is a drug, why don't they have that too? 
fucked up. They're just going to sell that because they're going to sell lots more potato chips and uh, why would, Twinkies. Why would they do both? Why would they not do both? There had to have been some backdoor deal. Yeah. Where the scandal of them giving wow. up tobacco helps the anti-tobacco people who don't care about the weed. Right. Because they don't make their money being anti-weed. They make their money being anti-tobacco. Follow the money. Follow the money. Follow the money. Isn't that interesting? Front page news up here. CVS. Big, big chain. It's, it's just around here, right? I, that I don't know. I don't yeah. know. You'd think with billions, they would be One nationwide. Tw- but Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. Wow, man. Yeah. So that is bull crap. Wow, that's insane. Uh, but you know what? Maybe they helped the little brick-and-mortar store next door to them, and people go in there, and it, and it turns out that the, the big giant ends up helping them in some sort of way. I hope so. Uh, you've got to look at some positive that ends up happening when it comes to that. Hey, more business for you. Well, we don't sell cigarettes or anything. We only sell cigars, and uh, they haven't sold a premium cigar in CVS ever. Oh, really? True. So, yeah, so it's not going to help me at all, but it is what it is. So we got about 15 minutes late left. On the show? Still, we got to still hit Asylum, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, all right, good. Because I was going to say, I am out of material here <laughs> because we did a pre-show, and I uh, basically uh, blew your... Yeah. Look at Ru- Sorry, I got to give a shout-out to Rudy here, man. Yeah? CVS is national. It is. He is just the resident he is, statistician. He is the Captain Google. Yeah. Is That's it why na- we love Is him. it national, meaning the United States of America national, or do you guys have that in... Uh, I'm in going York? with, there's no CVS in Canada. The C does not stand for Canadian. No. That's what I'm going with. I'll take your bet. It's in Canada. You think it's in Canada? Yeah, sure. Okay. Canada's like American North, right? Yeah. I'm saying the C doesn't stand for Canada. Okay. We'll find out from Rudy, but let's hit Asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is Remind me about my story about Asylum, I'm going to tell you. Okay. You see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right. That's Asylum. When you have someone in need, David Boward asked, don't you help them? Yes. Then reflecting on what came next, he answered his own question. I guess not. Last month, David Bauer says he was fired from his job as a greeter at a local retail chain store in the Midwest for putting out a fire in the store's parking lot. When a customer asked for help because his dashboard was on fire, the 62-year-old told reporters he grabbed a fire extinguisher and put out the flames. Bowers was reportedly fired for leaving his post, a position wow. the Associated Press reports, earning him $9.30 an hour greeting shoppers. Bowers had been reprimanded one other time in his otherwise spotless four-and-a-half-year career for chasing down a shoplifter. This man's obviously got a problem. The company was quoted as saying, Please be assured that this was not a random decision. We have a well-established safety procedure for emergency situations, and we train all team members on those procedures. These procedures help ensure the safety of everyone, both customers and team members, and our team members know there are consequences when they don't follow them. What a load of crap. That's Asylum. Bureaucratic Brought to you by bullet. Asylum yep. Cigars. Take no prisoners. 
Truly flavorful medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's asylum. They're coming to take your bureaucratic bull because They're of insurance reasons. Away, ho, ho, yep, insurance reasons. I would, I would give an accommodation to an employee who put out a customer's dashboard fire, who did the heroic thing to save that customer's property, and right. I would think that that customer would return the favor and be a lifelong customer of, of Two Guys Smoke Shop or this retail chain, and they instead choose the other side because of some. Was it Walmart? No, I, no. Didn't, I didn't want to say yeah. because whatever. Well, uh, you wanted to say, and I know where you're going to go with this and why you didn't want to say something, because you certainly don't want to get it wrong. Oh, is that what you think? That's what I think you're going. Here's what's happening. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I, we did the asylum, I believe it was last week, and it was uh, the Dutch oven. Yeah. yeah. If it wasn't last week, it was the week before. And it turns out that one of our listeners who didn't believe that I found the story for real, which I did. Yeah. But I did not go on to Snopes.com to see if the oh. story was true. I just reported it because when I Googled it, it showed up in uh, multiple different websites. So I figured it's, it's legit. It's legit. Yeah. You know, if it only shows up in one, I'm probably not going right. to do it. If you see I like might. the onion, really you're good. like, yeah, yeah. I might still do it if it was really good. But yeah. <laughs> if uh, in this case it was – And that was really good it story. It was 10 but... or 15 different ones. So I said, whatever. It's, it's obviously legit. And we have a, a listener who went above and beyond – and research it on Snopes, and it turns out you cannot kill your wife, no matter how much Indian food you eat, by farting under the covers and holding it over her head. So we're back to being safe. So I say we go back to doing it. That's my vote. I mean, and there was so much details of how many thread count the sheets were and right. stuff, so it locked it the in. The devil's in the details. That's how they right. got me. Right, right. It yeah. makes it look like it's legitimate. Speaking of uh, listeners going above and beyond, we have some stats okay. on CVS. Thanks, Rudy. Uh, CVS has approximately over 200,000 employees in 45 states, the District of Columbia, and Puerto Rico. Largest pharmacy healthcare provider in the U.S. Ah. And uh, no locations in Canada. So whatever you bet, so you, you lost. Lose, you lose again. I didn't lose. Oh. I bet that they weren't in Canada. But well, you said there was no C in Can- CVS. C does not stand for Canada. Maybe, it, maybe it's no, no Canada. Or something. Maybe. CVS. Maybe. See, what does CVS stand for? What? Who does number two work for? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I was right there with you. Yeah. <laughs> I was right there with you. Um, so I have uh, a little bit of news. I know we have several listeners that listen locally, and I had put it on my Facebook. Uh, my buddy's church is being persecuted because of taxes and because Churches of – Churches don't pay taxes. Well – because of rent that they were paying in in Wyndham, New Hampshire, this particular church was renting space in the uh, gym of the Wyndham High School to the tune of $1,000 a week. Wow. They end up getting a property. They buy it. And now this is becoming the church compound where they can have their church services and all their preschool stuff and give a good Christian education to their kids as they see it. And so... Building by building, the town went after them for this $50,000. So it started with the first building. If you don't get this building up to code, you owe us $50,000 in taxes because we're going to deem it long-term storage. So they get it up to code. It costs them thousands of dollars to do it. It's up to code. They're up and running. Everything's good. Then it's the next building. So they don't have to pay. They didn't have to pay the taxes on that building. Yeah. So the town jumps to another building and says, now How this is How many buildings do they have? Three. 
Okay. This mm-hmm. is long-term storage, $50,000 bill, because they're trying to get the $50,000 that they're not getting from the rent. And then they get that one up to code. They won't let them get a sign saying that there's a, there's a church there and also that they can keep going after the taxes because if the sign says church, wow. the whole property becomes tax-exempt. So now they're going after this last building. It's completely wrong. I'm donating all of my uh, revenue from the, the swing class I teach on their property. I was renting from them, and I said, you guys can have it all until this is resolved. They're suing the town of Wyndham. It looks like they're going to win, except the town's going to win because if, they're, if they don't get the tax, the, the building up to code wow. quick enough, the bank will find them in default because not all of their buildings are up to code and if they get this tax bill that they can't pay, they're in violation of their thing. Well, so why do why do town people want to hurt little people? Why do well? And this is the interesting thing. If it was a church that was like I grew up in a black church, I was one of two white families in this church. If it was a black church, I don't think there'd be a problem. If it was a Jewish synagogue, I don't think there'd be a problem. If they were Muslims, it wouldn't be a problem. But they're white English speaking Americans, born again Christians. Just and I'm not. I'm not a, I don't believe yeah. in anything. I'm an atheist. But I think it's so wrong that I'm going to spend my money and do everything I can to help them. Uh, if anyone would like to make uh, a donation, you can hit me up on Facebook, and I'll certainly let you know where to send what it. What a shame. And, and here, here, here again is um, mm. government doing something against a small group of people or whatever. Uh, and if you don't think them hurting cigars – you know, they go after everybody. They're going to go after you next. Whoever, whoever the whoever small group are. is, whoever they think they can milk that money out of, right. they're going to yeah. try to get it. $50,000. And it's amazing to me that the it's the exact same bill. The bill is $50,000. It's exactly what the town is out because they're not renting from their high school anymore. So Shady. They're looking for the money, and they're going to get it any way they can, even if what they do is illegal, which the court proceedings are proving that it's illegal. But that takes years, and they've got months. It's a shame. Yeah. Wow. Dave, yeah, here's yeah. a did you know, Mr. Jonathan, and, and I recently found this out myself. Did you know that the NFL, the National Football League, does not pay taxes? What? Yep. Unbelievable. Oh. Tax exempt. Yep, absolutely true. Which is awesome. Really? How do they pull that off? Because I want to do it. I right. thought, I thought. well, players pay a lot of tax because they move out of state. Sure. Well, the league itself, though. Does the league itself make money? <laughs> Billions. It's genius. How then? I'll have to figure that and, out. And they get them to uh, do roads for them. Nonprofit and, status, apparently, according to Rudy. Nonprofit? Wow. <laughs> I don't the know NFL about nonprofit. It's a nonprofit organization. Pro- How about them apps? You know what? Now, this would be smart for the government to grant the NFL nonprofit status because they make the money on the player's salary. So you, you can tax, the, you can make the income tax, and they end up making out. I think that's brilliant. We have to become a church. Cigars are our religion. Right. I'm down. There's something here. And then have some sort of sporting event, like smoking cigars. You have to, you have to go once a week to this event. It's Ashketball. It's once a week. You <laughs> yeah. have to do it. Otherwise, you're not saved. Let me tell you, I met with the tax man. It was ugly. Oof. Ugly. All right. Rudy, find that out for me. How do I become a, how do I become a religion? We, we have an employee that is actually an ordained minister, don't we? We have we have several yeah. ordained ministers. You're kidding me. He did it online. You're kidding me. No, right? no. If the guys in the Seabrook store yeah. were in the in the I, event, is it? Don't tell me it's uh, <laughs> it's both of them. No, it's <laughs> not. No, it's both. not. Adam, really? Oh, Adam yeah. is. I think he did it first, dude. And then Terry was. Uh, He's an ordained minister. 
the American Life Association or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why? Why not? Why? You know what? I actually I feel better when I'm around him because I know that. Adam, I love you, man, but he can uh he can pray for me. Can he can he marry you? Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. I don't know if legally in New Hampshire he could marry me specifically. We'd have to go to Massachusetts, but Yeah. Yeah, right. He can marry two people together by the powers vested in him could by he, the Could he marry other than people? A person with with a dog? Yeah, like, so... like the puppy commercial? Right. It's possible. Where's that line? Where is that line? I don't know. That's where the problem is. Uh, next week, we're going to... Uh, I'll come back from D.C. I'll tell you, uh, hopefully, some good news that I heard. Hopefully. I want to know what this is. I just pulled it out of your humidor. It's a sample of some kind. It's, it's a delicious. Sample, and it's a box press Maduro without any... Uh, without any funny business going funny on business. the wrapper. Yeah. It's sweet. It's actually on the mild side. This is phenomenal. Yep. I noticed... It's uh, nothing yet. I noticed that you went back to your other cigar. I did. I have. Uh, <laughs> I like the Studio Twenty One. The uh, Rockefeller was a tight draw, and uh, not very, very good. Not as bad as you make it out to be. But I'm not making it out to be anything. Yeah. I'm just being honest of what I, what I thought. Anyway, uh, hey, you know, I, it just gives credibility to us saying uh, when Maybe. we don't like it, we don't like it. So uh, be warned, everybody. Uh, although we own these cigars. We sell them. Well, we used to sell them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, next week I come back from D.C. I'll share with you the IPCPR news and uh, government updates on what's going on in the cigar world. I'll be with a lot of cigar manufacturers there also, whatever intel I can get. I will come on and share with you what I can. Uh, we'll smoke something old and something new. And uh, I'll, uh, what else? Comedians in cars smoking cigars. Open the window, for God's sakes, right? Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about March Madness. Not March Madness, the basketball, but March much Madness. Much more important. The, much more important. This is a religious holiday. Here it is, the March Madness holiday. Uh, and that and more, I'll take this moment to say thank you so much for listening each and every week. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. When you're smoking your random box press cigar to Dave's <laughs> humidor, yeah. always remember to keep the lid end. Out of your mouth. It just doesn't belong there. No. See you next week, everybody. Pre-game show. Pre-game show. Right. (laughs) Show up early. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven.